Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. I'm WSB's Herman Kane, and depend on this. Whenever and wherever there's breaking news, severe weather alert, or a traffic red alert, the WSB 24-hour breaking news center will tell you about it. News 95.5 and AM 750. WSB, depend on it. Hi, this is Gilbert Gottfried, and you're listening to the Mark Aram Show. Why you're listening is your own business. I would never listen. Welcome back to the show and a good Wednesday to you. 11.07, 7 after 11. Mark Aram here, you there, with you till midnight every Monday through Friday on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. Except tomorrow, we will be broadcasting live, my friends, from the Taste of Marietta from 7 to 9 p.m. Come out and see me, Longoria, and little Sanjay. We are continuing to discuss the curious case of Victor Hill. Your thoughts on the latest developments he uh, was arrested today in charge with a misdemeanor out on bond, $2,900 bond. We'll see what happens next in the case. Your thoughts at 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Todd is in Cartersville. Todd, you are on the Mark Aram Show. Uh, yes. What strikes me as kind of odd is that uh, he is being charged with a misdemeanor on, uh, you know, something where someone did get shot because generally uh, someone's shot, you know, it's going to be some kind of felony negligence charge, at least uh, in most states. Well, as Ron Carlson, uh, the WSB legal analyst, mentioned at the top of the show, this uh, is, is just a preliminary charge probably. Um, that charge could be uh, upped. There could be additional charges. Um, but as the investigation goes on, this is the, the preliminary charge. Yeah. Uh, I mean, maybe that's why, but uh, if someone who wasn't a cop were, uh, you know, basically charged with the same thing, they'd probably be charged sure. with some kind of felony. You and I, you and I would be in the Hooskow right now um, with more than a $2,900 bond. There's no doubt about it. But again, you and I might have been more cooperative at the scene of the crime, alleged crime, uh, than he was as well. So, yeah, I, this is listen. This is good. This is a story that is far from over. We don't know what's going to happen next. It's up to the uh, DA and Gwinnett, Danny Porter, to see what goes on. But of course, we're going to follow it here on WSB. And again, if 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 it wasn't for Victor Hill's past, this wouldn't be as newsworthy of a story. It would be newsworthy. A sitting sheriff shoots a woman. She's in critical condition. And he refuses to cooperate. That's a story. But the fact that it's Victor Hill makes it even that much more of a story. I'm sorry. 
his past is considered in this. It absolutely is. Just like it would be if my past or your past or anyone's past. Dave's in Kennesaw. David, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Preach, brother. Welks, man. What's going on? Not a whole lot. The one thing that kind of baffles me about this whole thing, you're absolutely right about the point that you brought up about Victor Hill's past. I mean, he's just a shady character with some of the stuff that he's done in the past. But the thing that kind of bothers me about this whole case is you're out visiting a friend who is showing a home and you're a sitting sheriff, but yet for some reason you're compelled to be playing with your gun and have it out of its holster. I mean, I could understand if the victim is like, hey, you know, show me what what you do in a home invasion situation or some type of tactics or something, and the gun goes off accidentally, and, you know, she, she's where she is now. That It's an awful situation that, I, you know, I want to give him the benefit of the doubt and say it was accidental, but... You know, if you're just out visiting a friend, there's really no reason for you to have your gun out unless there's something that inspires you to take that gun out of your holster. That's, I mean, and that's the key question. Why was the gun out? And we can let our minds wander. There's a million possibilities of why a dude would have his gun out. Something nefarious, something not so nefarious. You watch Sopranos, right, Chuck? Oh, yeah. Do you remember uh, Janet's boyfriend, (laughs) the guy that just got out of jail? Yeah. And in in their relationship, he liked to point his gun at mm-hmm. her while they were whatever, some sort of kinky little, again, that's Sopranos, it's made up, but I mean, there's a million possibilities of what could happen. Ricky, right? Ricky, was that Ricky. his name? Yeah. I believe, yeah. 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 He was also in Shawshank, that, that character. He was one of the other prisoners in Shawshank, one of the minor... In the in the group. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, one of the okay. minor groups. In there. All right, four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty one eight hundred WSB Talk. Your thoughts on the curious case of Victor Hill? And now on the Mark Aram Show, it's time for the. No, sorry about that tailgater. <laughs> and now I asked time I asked for him. blessed or not blessed with the lonely tailgater. He is not Johnny Kilbasa. He is the lonely tailgater. He joins us every Wednesday on the program with blessed or not blessed. He is the world's foremost expert on what is blessed and what is not blessed. How you doing, tailgater? You're right. That was Richie April. Remember Richie April? Yeah. Janice yeah. was nuts in that. In that. Uh, yes, she was. With her relation, well, she killed Richie. Not to be a spoiler alert, but uh, she killed Richie April. Um, when the best time for a crazy woman to kill someone is when she has a mob boss brother. Exactly. And you remember when he puts her on the on the bus back to Seattle, and she's like, "What did you do with Richie?" Oh, yeah. He's like, "Oh, I buried her on, I buried him on a nice hill under a tree overlooking a meadow." <laughs> and she's like, "Oh yeah, so blessed, so blessed, so yeah." Blessed. Um, who else? She dated Ralphie, right? Ralphie Cifarello. Um, who, oh, yeah. Who was even more deviant uh, when it came to that department. Oh, heck yes. Oh, man, what a great show. All right. What let's a great do, show. Let's that do Blessed. season, though, not Blessed. Uh, I, liked the, uh, I liked the finale. I did. I'm not going to lie. Uh, well, the very last one, the, people, the one that people, like, complain yeah. about, you know, uh, yeah, I didn't really have a problem with the very end. It was the whole season. I was like, oh, boy, it kind of meandered there at the end. You the gotta wor- give me that. The worst episode of the Sopranos was the pilot. If you go back and watch the pilot, 
you're going to think to yourself, how did this show ever get picked up? It was a blatant uh, Goodfellas ripoff down to the music and everything. It was the pilot of The Sopranos is awful. And it's amazing you got picked I up. I got to revisit it. I got to revisit right. it. Yeah, revisit it. All right, I'll let's do, do Sopranos characters, blessed or not blessed. You ready? All right, let's go. All right, Bobby Bacala, blessed or not blessed? Bobby Bacala. I'm going to go. He wound up marrying Janice. He, he married that crazy one. I, I know. You know what? I, you know, Bobby didn't have enough of, an, of a dark edge. You know how you know how other characters on there were like a little little bit edgy. Bobby Bacala never had that edge. He was he, too much of a nice guy. He always felt out of place to me. He played with trains. So I'm gonna go with not blessed. Yeah, he played with trains. Yeah, uh, yeah, he didn't have that edge to him. So yeah, he always felt out of place. And, you know, uh, yeah, not, not blessed. All right, Johnny Sack, Johnny Sacrimony, blessed or not blessed? Oh, you know I'm a Johnny Sack guy. That very blessed character. That dude has put on a lot of weight. Did you see that? Uh, oh gosh, Vincent Curatola. No, I haven't seen that. Vincent Curatola is the like. offer. Okay, he's big now. Yeah, Johnny Sack. The dude that played Johnny Sack is in that one. Ah, he's put on a lot of weight, man. Not aging well, but uh, yeah, you have a sighting of him in there. Oh yeah, Johnny Sack. Very blessed. All very right. blessed. Phil Leotardo, blessed or not blessed. I'm a Frankie Vincent guy, man. Yeah. Oh, very blessed. All very right. blessed. My wife, who is from New Jersey, yeah. um, worked down the street in Rutherford from his townhouse. And so he would come in every once in a while, and she never really interacted with him. She never waited on him, but he would always refer to people as kid. Hey, kid. Oh, hey, really? Kid. Just, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very blessed. Old school. All right. Um, Hesh, blessed or not blessed? You know what? Very blessed. I like that aspect of it. It would some people would consider that Hesh with that Jewish thing being a little too much of a Godfather's two ripoff. Understood. Are you with me on that? I hear you. Maybe. But I like that character. I like that dynamic. I like that Tony it, it, it kind of reached outside of the world of the Italian mob a little bit, you know? Yeah, kinda, so, you know, he, all right, let me tell you, the, the, the actor's name is Jerry Adler, who played Hesh in The Sopranos. Oh, yeah. So I'm at the um, Southbury Friendlies in Connecticut with my buddy Matt D. Uh-huh. We're on a road trip, and uh, we're driving to New York, and I love Friendlies, as you know. So I pull over to the Southbury Friendlies, and who's sitting there uh, eating a cheeseburger but Jerry Adler, a.k.a. Hesh from The Sopranos. So the waitress, our waitress comes over, me and Matt D's waitress comes over, Matt D's waitress and I, whatever, and I say, I want to buy that guy's lunch. And she's like, what? Like, no one's ever in the history of <laughs> Friendly's wanted to buy someone else's lunch. So I was like, yeah, I want to buy his lunch. So she brings over the check. I take care of it. Um, meanwhile, Hesh is waiting for his check, and it's not coming. He finally waves the chick over for his, his check, and she's like, no, no, it's been taken care of. And she points to me and Matt D. Uh, and said, yeah, they, they took care of your check. So he comes over. Hesh comes over to the table, and he goes, why'd you buy me lunch? <laughs> and I was like... I was like, Mr. Adler, we're big fans of uh, of The Sopranos and you and blah, blah, blah. And he, st- he stood there and, and talked to us for about 10 minutes. And so I bought Hesh a cheeseburger once at Friendly's, my friend. That is a blessed story. That's your brush with Sopranos greatness yeah, right Yeah, absolutely. There. All right, let's continue. Um, Salvatore, Big Pussy, Bompensero, blessed or not blessed? Oh, Big Pussy. You know what? <laughs> 
very blessed, and how he went out even more blessed. Absolutely. All right, well, oh, I'm man. gonna I'm gonna rapid fire here. Artie Bucco, blessed or not blessed? Oh, the chef. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> there were times when I thought I needed a little more Artie. He was always a little too much on the periphery for me. But yeah, very blessed character. Furio Gunta, blessed or not blessed? Oh. You know what? That's one of those open-ended storylines. I like the character. That's blessed. I yeah. never thought that there was enough resolution to that storyline. That was kind of left dangling. He left the country. He left the country. Yeah, he left mean? the country. They should have wrapped that up. See, maybe, maybe I demand a little too much. I think in a in a finale in a, in a finale season, you got to wrap. You want things, things up. tied up. Tie loose ends, man. All right, uh, Benny Fazio, the sidekick to uh, to uh, what's his name, the nephew, Benny Fazio, the little guy. He got no fight with Artie Bucco. Oh, there you go. Yeah, man, you're digging deep. Man. I am. Yeah, you know what? Am I saying blessed to all these guys? Blessed too. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. All right, final one, and I know the answer to this one. AJ Soprano, blessed or not blessed? Oh, not blessed. <laughs> not blessed. Worst you know character what? ever, perhaps? Maybe, maybe he's up there with Carl from Walking Dead. <laughs> I don't watch that. I don't show. know what it is about sons of main characters. I don't watch that. Grind the proceedings to a halt. AJ but, Soprano uh, might be there. the least blessed character in television history. You know what? I'll say this. This is going to sound weird. What differentiated Sopranos from other shows was that look into Tony's personal life, that family dynamic. Yeah. However, that's when I found myself kind of like drifting off. Understood. Like less meadow, more poly walnuts. There you go. All right, he's on Twitter at Lonely Tailgater. Have a blessed night, my friend. Blessed, Captain Herb forever. Thank you, buddy. We're gonna come back more of your calls on the curious case of Victor Hill. Then we're gonna do an AMA and ask me anything. The final half hour of the show. Four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty one eight hundred WSB Talk. This is the Mark Aram Show. I pour a sip on the concrete, put it in seats where no don't weep. Why clefts in the state of sleep, thinking about the robbery that I did last week. Money in the bag, banker look like a drag. I wanna play with Pelicans from here to Baghdad. Gun blasting. Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. 1125, 25 after 11, 66 degrees on Peachtree Street. Mark Aram with you till midnight. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. Finishing up on calls on your thoughts on the curious case of Victor Hill. Ray joins us on the program. Ray, welcome to the show. How are you, sir? Hey, Preach, bud. How Thanks, are you? man. What's going on? Oh man, hanging in there. You know, I was listening to uh, listening to you talk about this, and I love the spin that you put on everything. You know, just kind of making it like realistic. But I, with this whole Victor Hill thing, what's crazy is everybody knows that there's some shady undertones. The only thing is, is I don't I don't think that the DA and when that county are what I think I should say is that. He's playing it safe as to make sure they get a good, solid conviction. I mean, anybody who's going to fire, like, all the white guys out of a sheriff's department who's been there for years and then put snipers on the roof and see them out, you know, lose a multi-million dollar racial discrimination suit and just generally do whatever they, whatever they want to do, that's somebody you want to make sure... You take your time and do right, you know. Yeah, and Danny, listen, Danny Porter. We've we've seen Danny Porter and work long enough over the years. He is he's not going to rush this. He's going to do his due diligence. Right. Uh, but right. Uh, and but to to be fair, he would do that. 
again, if this was Bill Johnson, a sheriff we've never heard of before from uh, Chattooga County, he would still do the right. same thing without, you know, even without Victor Hill's background. But um, you, you mix in the background, you mix in what we know of Victor Hill and what he's done in the past. Um, it definitely amps this case up a bit. And uh, I think you're right. I think I think the DA is going to take his time on this. Here's what we need to know. And thanks for the call, Ray. We need to we want we obviously want this woman to get better. We want to hear what she has to say. That's huge. She's the only other one that can offer testimony in this case. We need to know what she has to say. I want to know what the 911 call said, what it sounds like, what he said on that. Any discrepancies that he might have made um, or his attorney might have made to what the facts of the case are. I mean, this is, this is if this was a baseball game, we're still in the, in the bottom of the first inning. There's a lot of this left to go. And who knows? What's, and, and maybe it was purely accidental. Maybe, who knows? Uh, you know, maybe there's nothing nefarious about this, and it was just a, an awful accident. Um, but we, I think we've heard from enough folks, uh, law enforcement people, et cetera, that have said that you know, there's no such thing as an accidental shooting. Maybe that there was a relationship between the two of them. Maybe they were doing, who knows? There's a million possibilities of what could have happened. And hopefully we will find out what that is. Uh, but first and foremost, speedy recovery to the woman that was shot. We, we want her to get better, and we want to know what she has to say about this situation. All right, we're going to come back with an Ask Me Anything segment, an AMA segment. We haven't done one of these in a while. Very simple. Any question you want to ask me, Longoria, or Chuck, you can call now and ask, and we will answer to the best of our abilities. <laughs> 404-872-0750-1800-WSB-TALK, or you can tweet them at us, at Mark Arum, M-A-R-K-A-R-U-M. Ask me anything. Coming up next on The Mark Arum Show. WSB's Clark Howard. Howard. From Dunwoody to Douglasville. Washington to Woodstock. Whatever and wherever there is. Severe weather, a traffic red alert, or breaking news. The WSB 24-hour breaking news center will break in. Depend on it. Mark Aram. Strong enough for a man, but made for a woman. Welcome back to the show. 1135. 25 in front of midnight. What's up? It's the Mark Aram Show on this Wednesday with an Ask Me Anything. This is always a hold your breath kind of moment on the Mark Aram Show where you can call up and ask myself, Loti Chuck, or Longoria any question that you want answered. 404 872 1-800-WSP-TALK. As a reminder, tomorrow, before we jump off the diving board here, uh, we'll be broadcasting live tomorrow from the Taste of Alpharetta, 7 to 9 p.m., Longoria will be out there with me. Uh, little Sanjay will be out there. And then they're going to rebroadcast the show 10 to midnight. Is that right, Chuck? Uh, I believe so. Okay. Yes. So you'll hear the show. Even if, you, if you're not able to listen 7 to 9, if you want to listen uh, 10 to midnight, they're going to rebroadcast us. So come out. We'll have good food. I got a ass ton of food coupons nice. out there. Come out and get a picture taken with Longoria. And little Sanjay, and, and it'll be a good time. So check You'll it see out. See how short they are and how Mexican he is. <laughs> yeah. His stoic Mexican work ethic <laughs> on display for everybody. All right, let's uh, let's get some questions. Ask us anything. 404 872 750 WSB Talk. Steve's in Johns Creek. Steve, you are on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Mark. Just a couple quick questions for you. First of all, you're a radio god. I don't see how you do a morning show, a morning traffic, and an evening show. 
Um, I think you're going to be syndicated one day, and uh, I want to know when you sleep. But uh, the other really quick question is, where can I get decent breakfast via drive through in Atlanta any time of the day? drive through Yeah, breakfast drive through <sighs> Uh, there's not really a 24-hour breakfast drive-through joint. Um, no, that's that's not what I was hoping. For. I know. I, I wish there were. Uh, I mean, Waffle House is available and it's there, and you yep. could you could do it whenever you want. But um, I know Mickey D's has a limited like menu at after midnight, like breakfast menu. There you go, Mickey oh, D's. There's I was some twenty during the day. There's a, uh, oh during the day. Um, yeah. I don't know about any drive-through breakfast joints. You go to Jack in the Box. I'll ask up Johnny. In... Kil- yeah, in South Carolina. <laughs> South Carolina. I'll ask Johnny Kilbasa. I think you might know. Yeah, John. I'll ask Johnny. I promise you. Okay. And when do you sleep, my friend? Uh, Eleven a.m. to uh, five p.m. Traditionally. Wow. Traditionally. Wow. Yeah, I understand. It sucks. <laughs> Thanks for the call, brother. I really appreciate the kind words. Don's in Marietta. Don, you are on the Mark Aram Show. Hello, sir. This goes back to the election of trying to get Michelle Nunn in and the president endorsing her, and he said something that I cannot get an answer, and I've tried ever since. He said, um, I am not on the ballot at this point, uh, but the, policy, the policies are. At this point was pulled quickly the next morning. What conditions, terms, methods, other than martial law, maybe, or the declaration of war, could he extend his term as president? There are, there are no, there's no way he no, can extend zero. his term. Zero, yeah. That's, That's, yeah. No, there's there nothing he can do to extend his so, term. Um, yeah, no. So none of us are going to be able to get inside his head and find out why he said at this point. No. Uh, yeah, I, I don't. I don't remember no. that. Um, but I, yeah, there's. You don't no, have to worry about nonsense. that. It's it's two terms and out. Two terms and out. FDR was the last and only president that served more than two terms. It's never going to happen again. At this point. At this point, exactly right. Uh, Carol's up next on the Mark Aram Show. Hello, Carol. Hey, Mark. What's up? How are you, dear? I'm good. I listen to you coming home at night. Well, I appreciate that. <laughs> I want to revisit a question from the other night I heard. It was the would you uh, would you rather question, would you rather have $5 million in 1918 or in today's time? And this is for all of your group. I want to remind you, penicillin had not been invented <laughs> in 1918. No, and Charmin Ultra Strong has, had not been invented <laughs> in 1918 either. Yeah. You're Absolutely right. I didn't know if that would affect anyone's answer or not, but I thought about it that night when y'all were pondering the question. Well, that, that I don't remember who said that they would pick nineteen. I did. Oh, you did because the money was so much greater. Oh yes, yeah. Exactly. I wanted to come. But here, but that reminds me of a question that I've always often talked about on the show for years now, where I would ask, "Would you rather be who you are right now, Carol? Okay, whatever your okay. lot in life is, or okay. the Queen of England in the fourteen hundreds?" I'd rather be who I am now, yeah, I believe. I agree. I, I might get beheaded. <laughs> but I mean if you I mean, granted you're the Queen of England, or in our case the King of England, you have all this power, but well, what do you do with your time? But you there's like fourteen hundred is so you know, medieval. Like yeah. just anything could kill you and there's no Common creature cold, comforts. Anything. But I think nineteen eighteen, there's enough I could get by. There's enough technology where I think I'd be happy. 
That's why I chose 1918. Yeah, I'm still picking. But no penicillin. You're right. But yeah, I, the penicillin's big. You've had a different lifestyle than others who would answer differently. Then. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> That's a great question, Carol. Yeah, I'm still going. Five million dollars in 1918 is a ton of money. Not that it's not a ton of money now, but you're a mover and a shaker in, in 1918 with five million dollars. <laughs> you're 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 historically wealthy in 1918 with five million dollars. Uh, who's online too, Chuck? Uh, Mark. Mark is up next on the program. Hello, sir. How you doing? What up, Biggin? Hey, man, I'm just asking a priest. Welks, what brother. If you got one hour left and you got the choice between the most beautiful woman or the best meal, which and what would it be? Oh, that's easy. Am I married at this point with an hour left to live? <laughs> Let's it say don't no. matter now. You got an hour <laughs> left to live, bro. I could spend an hour eating. What would it be? <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, I, 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 I'm, I'm afraid I wouldn't use up the full hour if I chose the beautiful woman. Okay. What would it be? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to best meal, I guess, Chuck? Yeah, I'm going know. best meal. Absolutely. Best meal. Yeah. Absolutely. That's a tough one. I'd have to see what the most beautiful woman looked like. I'm still, yeah, but even though I'm, 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 I can enjoy the meal, I wouldn't be able to enjoy the other thing. Yeah, that's a lot of pressure. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's a lot of pressure for your last hour on earth. Right. So, I can slowly eat my meal and just sort of, but I, I'd be too distracted. I wouldn't be in the. I would. Yeah. I'll so you can the eat the meal for an hour, or be with Jennifer Griffey's for for an <laughs> when hour. Sperm meets egg. What what was that, Jennifer? When sperm meets egg. But even even if sperm meets egg, it's the, you know the end of the world. So. When sperm meets egg. Yeah, I'm sorry, Jen. I'm going to take the meal. I apologize. Oh Dave's up next on the Mark Aram show. Hello, Dave. Hey, buddy. Hey, I, since you've been a college division one athlete. Yes, sir. Have you ever pitched a no-hitter and what's your fastball speed? My fastball, my highest clocked fastball speed was 83 miles an hour, which is not fast at all. Um, but I think I, I touched probably 85 or 86 in college, just wasn't on the radar gun. I All never right. I never pitched a no-hitter. I pitched a couple of one-hitters. Any shutouts? Oh, yeah, a ton of shutouts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But my uh, most strikeouts in a seven-inning game, I had 16 strikeouts in a seven-inning game, which set the Babe Ruth League record in Connecticut. That was a pretty cool game. And um, here's, here's in high school... I pitched 23 consecutive shutout innings, which was a record yeah. at the time. But my yeah. greatest my greatest moment on the baseball field was I hit a left-handed grand slam in American Legion baseball, and I'll I'll that's my greatest sporting moment ever. You get the ball? Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, I've got I, I've still got all my balls at home. <laughs> I bet you do. That that was that did not come out right. But all my baseballs, yeah. like I was, I I kept them. Like you know, in, in high school, you know, if I pitched a shutout or whatever, and you know, I would keep the balls. So. Wait, so you left-handed? No, or were you a switch hitter? I was a switch hitter. Oh, okay. My brother was because he was he 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 fielded left-handed. Yeah, but he batted. He was a switch hitter. No, I'm a natural righty, but I taught myself how to switch hit. And this is why this is why this was so sweet to me. Is my senior year, um, I was obviously a pitcher in high school, and the coach in high school didn't like his pitchers hitting. So I I only had seven at bats. My yeah, senior year, I had things. more at bats as a freshman on varsity yeah. than I did as a senior, and it really ticked me off because, like, I thought I was a decent hitter. But in Legion ball, I would pitch and hit. You yeah. know, I'd play the field, and so one game, um, I was the switch hitter, and I got up and I hit a left-handed grand slam, and Man. it was the greatest thing ever. And then I'm up a couple innings later, 
and they bring in a left-handed pitcher, so I get to bat righty, and I'm like, oh, this is awesome. I'm going to get to hit a homer from both sides of the plate, and the coach makes me bunt. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, but the clipping uh, the next day in the paper, um, Aram hits a left-handed grand slam, blah, 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 and I, I mailed the clipping to my high school coach, and I was like, see, you should have let me hit all year, you son of a gun. I hated that. Yeah. I, I hated when I got up into later in baseball, and as you were a pitcher, they just slowly yeah. wound down the fact you could never hit. You used yeah. to drive me crazy. Yeah. Because I was, I thought I I was actually better. I think batter yeah. offense than I ever was as a pitcher. Like I, was, I was okay, but I would bat second in Legion ball. I yeah. mean, I was a top of the order kind of guy, and I got seven at bats my top senior year of high order. school. Top of the order. I still have all my balls at home. <laughs> you yes, do. It's funny. Save that one. 1-800 WSB Talk. Tommy Douglasville. Tommy, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Hi, Mark. What up, buddy? Well, I've been waiting for about five years to tell you this story and get the answer. Okay. I, at my job, I used to listen to Neil Bortz in the morning with the radio on the workbench. And what he said was, well, uh, Mark Aram quit smoking today. And he went on to tell everybody that how, uh, how nice of a guy you were. Mm-hmm. And then you quit smoking and the job you had and all that stuff. And then he went on to say that, well, I can't imagine why this wonderful man would be smoking cigarettes. such an ugly, filthy habit. And the last thing he said was, I'll never forget it, he says, you know what? This is Neil Burch now. He says, I can just see Mark Aram outside the studio with a Marlboro light jammed in his mouth. So I want to know, what kind of cigarettes did you smoke? I, I used to smoke Marlboro Mediums. Okay. And, and Newport lights, never a never a Marlboro light or whatever board said. Anyway, Neil Boris barbecued day, barbecued you that day, and it was it was really funny and it was great. I just had to tell you that story. I never forgot it. Excellent. All right, Tommy, appreciate it, buddy. Have a good one, Mark. That's a trip down memory lane. That was a long time ago. Lester's in Morrow. Lester, you're on the Mark Aram show. Uh, what I wanted to say was about money. Uh, I would rather never had it. Than to have it and lose it. It's better to have uh, never loved than to love and lost. That, well, uh, as far as money, though, what I was saying was I'd rather never have it than have five million and lose it. Than to have have it and lose it. Yeah, I've never had it, and I've never had it to lose it. So I don't. <laughs> I'm with you. I don't know. I'm what, right there with you. What, Chuck? Would you rather have never be wealthy or be wealthy and lose it? I'd rather be wealthy and lose it. And have fun losing yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> that's insane. Yeah. No, I look. I I know what it's like to not have money, so I'll readjust. But if I, you give me some money, I'm totally fine blowing through it. Understood. Understood. Good call, Lester. Susan in Woodstock. Ask me anything, Susan. Uh, hi there. Hello. Uh, I'm curious to know uh, how long you've been married and how many kids do you have? It'll be four <laughs> years, July second, and uh, zero kids so far. Oh my gosh. Well, there's still time for you. You, you know what hey. happens. You know what has to have to happen for us to have kids. When sperm well, meets egg, that's what has to happen. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I'm trying absolutely. my hardest, Susan. Have a good night. All right, you too, dear. <laughs> I'm not trying hard enough. When sperm meets egg, <laughs> gotta, that's got to happen, Jay Griff. We got to get there. All right, one more segment. Ask me anything. What do you want to ask me, Longoria, or Low T Chuck? 404-872-0750. Outside Atlanta, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Always on Twitter, at Mark Arum, M-A-R-K-A-R-U-M. 
One segment to go. This is the Mark Aram Show. Player haters can feel the flame for my heater. I never really liked to play a fool like that, but I love to succeed. See, foes fall flat. Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Final segment of the show, 10.52, 8 in front of midnight. Don't forget tomorrow, Longo and I, Taste of Alpharetta, broadcasting live 7 to 9. You bringing your uh, Bambino, Longoria? No, my mother-in-law's watching her. All right. So yeah, it'll be too late by the time I get out. You don't want to expose her to the Mark Aram Show audience. No, That's it's just past her bedtime by the time we get out of there. So. What are you wearing tomorrow? I have no idea. <laughs> Chuck, what should Longoria wear to the uh, Taste of Alpharetta to meet the fans? That shirt. The oh, my. my uh, You're that one that. Houston Astros. Hey, it's working. Aren't they number one right now? <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Longoria's going to wear the Houston Astros Maybe. jersey tomorrow. All right. Uh, ask me anything. 404-872-0750. Laura is in Covington. Laura, welcome to the program. Hey, Mark. Hello, dear. Love the show. Thank Love you so show. much. Um, well, quick comment and then a question. Okay. Um, let's do a show with something to do with Sopranos, trivia or something. You a Sopranos fan? Oh my gosh, I love it. Yeah, absolutely I, loved it. I loved it too. Absolutely loved it. Okay, so my question is, and I have no idea if you know this, in the morning when Scott Slade goes to introduce Kirk Mellish, mm-hmm. he says, some, you know, whatever, go to um, WS Kirk Mellish. He never says WSB Kirk Mellish. Really? Listen to him tomorrow. WSB meteorologist Kirk Mellish. Yeah, but he always says WS meteorologist Kirk Mellish. Really? I promise you. All right, I'll listen tomorrow. Except this will be like the mechanic thing. You'll listen tomorrow and you'll say the B. <laughs> <laughs> I'll check that out. I've never noticed that. That could be true. Yeah. All right, I'll, I have homework to do tomorrow morning. Excellent. Sue and Marietta. Sue, ask me anything. Hey, Mark. I love your show. Thank you, Sue. You remember uh, when you... When Dean Smith left the money to his players? Correct. Okay, and you were talking about what you wanted to leave different people? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, I was in the car, and I couldn't tell you what I wanted you to leave me. Oh, what would you like? Well, what I want to know is, my question is, do you still have the empty peanut butter jar and the empty Wesson oil? bottle because that's what i'd like for you to uh leave me you got it absolutely <laughs> done and done here's what you're gonna do email chuck uh <laughs> low t chuck at wsbradio.com and get give him your info and i'll make sure you get all the all the good stuff you need <laughs> you're a hoot. all right thanks for the you. call sue appreciate it jason in smyrna jason you're on the mark aram show hey man how you doing tonight what's going on brother uh, not a whole lot. So uh, my mom's kind of a old school hippie, mm-hmm. and me and her are going up to the Gravel Dead concerts in Chicago coming up Fourth of July weekend. Oh, that's right. Yep. So um, you know they started taking these shows when I was five. Mm-hmm. So I kind of grew up. I'm thirty. Geez, thirty three now. Yeah. Um, unfortunately. So if you could go to one concert, could be a, a historical concert. Uh, you know, Jimi Hendrix or Monterey or. You know, an old Stone show or something, Beatles at the Cavern. What concert would it be? Or, you know, somebody you want to see now that maybe you haven't seen yet. Historically, The Doors. I would love to see The Doors in Hollywood their prime. Hollywood an old, an old L.A. show? Yeah, uh, that that's historically. Now, I think I've pretty much seen 
Uh, oh, you know what? Frank Sinatra, too. I never saw Sinatra. I would have liked to That'd have seen him. That'd be a good him. one. My dad's from Brooklyn, so yeah, that would... I, Old Blue Eyes. Old Blue yeah. Eyes would have been good. I have to think about that. On I, I think I've pretty much seen anyone active that I've ever wanted to see. I've seen McCartney... Billy Joel, Elton John. I've seen all. I've seen all the big headlines. I have to think about that. Barbara, ask me anything. Barbara. Hello. Hello. Mark. Yes, dear. Mark. Yes, dear. Are you there? Yes, ma'am. I just want to thank you for all the laughter and the fun. We don't get much of that anymore. All we hear is somebody getting shot or something bad every day, and you bring sunshine in my life. That's the sweetest thing anyone has ever told me, Barbara. Well, that's true. I can't. I just can't wait till ten o'clock um, to turn you on. Oh, that is. A, thank you. Thank you. Listen, tomorrow though, it's seven. We'll be on at seven. Seven p.m. Seven. Yeah, but you can listen. We'll rebroadcast it. You can listen uh, at ten p.m. normal if that's good for you. Okay. All right, Barbara. Thank you so much. Uh, Mark, you know, um, go to sleep, you little baby. I love it. <laughs> well, here it's playing right now, Barbara. Could Tur- you play it a little bit longer sometime? You got it. Turn it up, Longoria. Thanks for the call, Barbara. We got to run. Uh, I want to give Barbara the star of the show, but I'm going to give it to uh, me, WSB legal analyst Ron Carlson. Oh, yeah. well, he brought the funk today. He, he brought the funk. All right. Uh, on Twitter, at Mark Aram. On Facebook, Mark Aram WSB. On Instagram, Mark Aram. And tomorrow, live from the Taste of Alpharetta, 7 to 9, come out and meet myself, Longoria, little Sanjay, and uh, someday we'll let Lo Chi Chuck hang with the cool kids. <laughs> In the meantime, Barbara, especially you, go to sleep, little baby. You and me and the devil makes three. Don't need no other loving baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the All Suite Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G Network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network, and it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.